0: So it was die for real. Like this, this is so,
1: this is so crazy. That is how difficult that is for people to do? So for you, that step alone was the millionaire decision. That's what I'm trying to get. not many people get to a place, there aren't many people in life actually, who get to a tough situation like you did and actually decide, you know what, what? I need to, I need to make a choice right now. No, most of them continue to focus on the problem by saying, oh my God, I can't believe life keeps happening to me. This is so difficult. And then they sink deeper, fall into a depressive mode and just keep sinking deeper, keep sinking deeper. Some people go that route where they continue. They just don't find, there's no hope. They don't find any other solution. So I think for you, you're trivializing the fact that you made a decision, thinking every human being actually does M, I don't think every human being gets to that position you were and just decides, you know what, I've, I've got to eat, I need to choose now. And I know in your mind you're like, of course we all do. No, I don't think we all do, Em. Because some of us actually, you know, don't see any hope. But you can never kill my vibe. Those everything still to make it Me, I no go take my energy from your
0: Let my, say I be my everything I desire welcome back to delusional confidence my name is emily I am at Emily's Awakening on Instagram. This is Ida, also known as
1: on
0: Instagram. We're also both individually on YouTube and we will link all of our stuff about where to find us in the show notes here. Um, We record these podcasts live on YouTube. So some of you may, will maybe joining this, this live recording and we also post our audio episodes on all podcast platforms like a regular podcast as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add, I'd. As always, whenever you finish, I'm like, do I have anything to add? Really?" Let's get into that today. What? And I love, I love that. No, I was like, I wonder what we're going to chat about today. And I love the fact that we've maintained that and not like go planning what it is that we're going to talk about and just like, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't think that we could ever, I can't, I mean, who knows? I can't speak for the future, but I feel like we're both so, I couldn't imagine planning what I'm going to talk about. Cause whenever I've done that on my podcast, it, it's like very unnatural and choppy and there's no flow.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. How we... Well, how are things going in your realm, Eyed, with your business and the projects that you're working on? You opened something new, right?
1: Um. Yes, I did. It's just like a high group. You know, I just wanted to bring you know people together that I just hype up every day so that's what it is it's like this free group that I've created just because I really love doing that so I was like oh you know what even if once a day I jump in and I do that you know um, it, it fulfilled me so why not yeah so that's what made me create it but yeah other than that um everything is going well on my end obviously every day is different every day comes with like a different challenge um and also like you know opportunities so yeah it's just a matter of like harnessing the opportunities and moving through the challenges for me really yeah
0: it's like that's that's how it feels for me it's like you just, at a certain point, I've learned to just take what's coming. Like, it's important to have goals, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I almost feel like our goals even, I guess they are important. And I just go way overboard with like, this is what I want. This is when I want it. And that, I would just say, at least this year, that hasn't helped me. Like, I, I almost feel like the more goal oriented I've gotten, the more I've been frustrated because it's just clear to me that like, at least with the way that I manifest and the way that I create in my life, things come really at their own time. And the only thing that I've noticed has helped me get what I want in some form ha- is like really showing up really believing in my stuff and like taking action like that has created what I want to some degree Mm -hmm. but it's it it never almost never shows up specifically as I wanted to show up when I want to show up so what do you what's your relationship to goals this is kind of a cool area we're getting into here
1: yeah, I kind of feel like in future I'll write a book called Goals Don't Work For Me. This is something that I've, you know, spoken about for the last, what, maybe six, seven years. Because at the time I was walking with my friends in the city and one of my friend's partner um, notified me because we were having a conversation. And he's like, you know, you should set goals, blah, blah, And I'm like, you know, what? goals don't work for me. And then he's like, hey, you know, that, sh- that would be a good um book title and I was like yeah I'm keeping that so for the last since he said it's probably been like six seven years but I always have it at the back of my mind you know um whatever that will become but yeah goals don't necessarily work for me for me it's about direction so having somewhere that I'm going like somewhere that I'm you know somewhere or something that I'm kind of focusing on. So I think that's how I work instead of sitting down saying, oh, I want 10K this month, or I want $2,000 this whatever. It's just a matter of like, okay, you know, um, how how is this action um, tying into my bigger vision? So for me, it's about like having a bigger vision and that being the direction which I keep moving towards that's how I, I work. So I'm not one one to kind of sit down and be like, oh, these are my goals this week, blah, blah. But it's kind of like, okay, like being more intentional about is this action I'm taking, you know, gearing towards the direction that I'm going, which I've already identified. So yeah, that's how I, I, I kind of go about it, you know? Yeah, that's like,
0: that's that's what I've seen to work in my life too it's like you figure out what you want your life to look like in general I think that was a big moment for me like but not like not even necessarily like what I want my career to be even in the future because like for me that hasn't been real either to just like have one thing of like oh I'm gonna do this no it changes all the time what I'm working on um I think as an entrepreneur that just happens as a self-employed person as an artist that's just what happens Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason why we like being self-employed right we we want to be able to do what we want to do and have that ebb and flow over time but like Exactly. Yeah, just like you said, there's a trajectory there. There's like an overall goal of like, I want to build this. I want to build communities. I want to build my career as a self-employed person, literally that basic. Um, I want to have some, I want to have my own businesses or whatever, that has really been the thing Mm -hmm. for me. And then I I would say too, there's like short, I mean, technically there's like short term goals for me, like, but it's really just starting and finishing projects. It's like, this is what I want to offer to my audience, to my community. I'm going to build it and create it. And then I'm going to talk about it. And that's basically it, you know, that's basically it. So yeah. The whole, I don't know. I guess I really think it it could come back to human design on this one. I'd, as much as I'm like, unsure about how I feel about human design just in my own life. <laughs> it's like the specific manifestors really, <laughs> they, they, they can manifest specifically. I want 10 K this month. Oh, we got 10 K this month. Or it's like, they get 10K within like two months or like a month and a half or like it kind of surrounds what they wanted, even if it's not 100% perfect. And uh, that does not happen for me at all. Like, I don't know if this just comes with more experience as well, but there is no, there, there, there has been no goal that I like really set that I achieved. I achieved like something but more in like a general realm, like I want to start making money in my business. Then I start making money in my business. Even I want to start making big money in my business. Then I make big money in my business. But it comes in like four months instead of two months. You know, it's way more, way, way, way more general for me. Do you? You're nodding. Do you notice the same?
1: Yeah, um, I wouldn't say. I know it is the same per se because I don't think I spend time focusing on how I see why you do it I mean that's what you do um but I don't think I'm kind of like oh I wonder how I manifest but as you're talking I'm kind of like oh okay yes so with what you said about human design there are um, different ways that different people depending on where your arrow points if the arrow points left yes. you're a specific manifester and if you're arrow points, um, are you okay? Okay. <laughs> and if you're arrow points, right, you're a non-specific um, manifester, which basically means that, you know, as you said, one type needs to be like, okay, I want a red car. They need to be very specific and they'll get it. And then the other is kind of like, oh, I want my life to look like this. You know, I want it to feel like this. I want it to, you know? Um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm more the latter. And from what I'm getting from you, you are the latter too. Yeah. Yeah. Em <laughs> is like choking over there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a
0: cough. Um, yeah, so... I love what you said about the feeling. I forgot that's the very clear distinction between specific and non-specific manifester. Well, very clear distinction about the non-specific manifester shoot for the the feeling you want to get rather than the actual thing. Um and we all think it has I mean generally we all think it has to be Oh, if we're goal oriented, it has to be the actual thing. Like I want this much money. I want this type of whatever car. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think that's such an easy way to say it. It's the feeling because even for me, um, when I have these specific goals, it's never, like I said, it's never been the specific goal. Never. Um, like never been a dollar amount ever, but It's been the feeling that I've achieved. So the feeling of making money in my own business, the feeling of making a lot of money in my own business, the feeling of like being successful in my business that I can manifest. Great. The, the, the feeling of making money in my sleep. I mean, that's, that's a more specific one. I manifested, I was like, I want to start making money in my sleep. And then people and then and then at a certain point people were buying but they weren't buying at night when I was sleeping and I was like oh it'd be cool for someone to buy at night and then people that did happen you know at a certain at a certain point in time but I guess it's like the stuff that I have like no pressure around and the dollar amounts of course I have pressure around dollar amounts of course I do like it's not just something that I can take away immediately so so yeah it's interesting um like the big the big stuff is is totally just sur- surrounding the feeling and it'll come with time but uh but yeah i i don't even though i talk a lot about manifestation and i have a course on manifestation um at this point i don't try to have i don't i don't i don't try to think so much about my goals i would have told you something way different three months ago um but I got really burnt out and frustrated with that. So now I'm in a, I'm in a period where I, I can't. I, I can't. I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the energy to like, I want this and this and this. Wait, then. the
1: energy pool. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. Like to be specific, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I don't even have the, the energy to say that I want anything right now. I think um I think what I want is the same. It's always been the same. Like I wanna make money full time with what I'm doing in entrepreneur, whatever I'm doing in entrepreneurship. And um that just has been the goal. And I don't because that hasn't come when I wanted it to come, I don't have momentum to say okay great now i want this and this and this specifically like no so right now i'm just in this place of like whatever i'm just going to keep working towards what feels good and i i'm not even thinking about outcome right now i'm just thinking about how i can live day to day feeling happy enough and fulfilled that's kind of where i'm at right now um
1: yeah to be you know, that's that's interesting, and I guess that's why I think it's always good to kind of focus on what, what's correct for you, and also what works and what doesn't work, and finding your own path. Because you know, we come across people who are like, "Hey, this is how you manifest. You need to just believe the thing. You need to not have a doubt, but believe it, and you get the thing, right?" Whereas some people are like, no, it's about actually taking. Okay, so I was listening to To Be Magnetic. I know you you've been in their field for quite a bit. So there was a podcast episode. I was watching this YouTube video that, you know, kind of referred that particular podcast episode. And it was talking about, you know, manifesting, but their way is like very unique. It's kind of um, there was a point where she she kind of shared that I think um her partner wanted something that costs like two hundred dollars and the partner was going to get it because the partner is like okay this is a part of my unique money code I'm wondering if you did the unique money code thing yeah okay oh I want to hear about that because you've done it like how that felt for you but anyway um, yeah so like part of his unique money code buying this vase actually you know does line up up However, um, she was like, no. But instead of buying it for $200, manifest it. And so to cut a long story short, you know, he literally went to like a a vintage store, another vintage store, and a similar vase was there for like $14, which was going to obviously bring him the same, you know, feeling and whatnot. Fine, we're calling that, they're calling that manifest thing. and another person will call that being, you know, wise about making a good um money decision. Do you get what I mean? Because to one person that's not manifesting because you didn't get the exact thing that you wanted, but to another that's like making a good financial decision. So for me, I'm kind of like, what is it, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it was interesting because I was kind of like you know, what? at the end of the day, it's about just making, or is it about making wise money decisions? You know, obviously we hear that we have to, and we have to, but when do you kind of succumb to, you know, I'm going to deprive myself of X, Y, Z in order to, to manifest something. I don't know. Cause it's kind of like are th- things that I love, like imagine mm-hmm. getting to a place where I have to like be like oh I, I I can't get my nails done anymore for me that's like it's my life it's a part of how I express myself so for someone to kind of be like oh well maybe you can cut that out no I actually don't want to cut that out because that brings me like a lot of it's like an art expression it's an art form so you know I was kind of listening to it obviously with openness but also thinking oh okay so I guess from their perspective from what I'm hearing manifesting is really about making wiser wiser decisions I suppose
0: Hmm, that's interesting yeah and when I hear you say like what is it is it is it making different decisions or is it just getting what you want exactly what you want into your life And I would like to say, we get to decide, I don't know if that's actually true. This is something I haven't figured out in life yet. Like, I don't know if they're like, if if it's more the human design way of like, for my personality type, this is what works and this will not work for whatever reason. It like kind of has to be one way or the other, but it depends on the person. And we were just kind of like blessed or cursed with certain like abilities to methods to bring things into our lives or if we can kind of transform how we manifest over time. I don't know, I I, I would definitely say that it seems like we we can perfect our process of manifestation with more experience and it gets easier over time and it gets more prolific over time, it gets more frequent over time. So maybe I could get to a place one day where I say I want this exact thing and I get it. Because even now I'd, I will say everyone I know who's studied manifestation seriously on a serious consistent level, little things they can attract exactly into their life. Like I, I will say sometimes I want a coffee paid for me, And maybe I I can't yet be specific about timelines, so maybe that's the thing that I can't be specific with. Like, maybe I'll get all these dollar amounts I want, it just hasn't happened yet. Um, So like a, a coffee, I've manifested several times after thinking, hey, I want a coffee. Um, but it, I never estimate the time that it comes in, but the, the coffee comes in, I want espresso and I get espresso. It's the exact thing, even good quality. I want a good quality espresso. It will be a good quality espresso. So I can manifest specific things into my life, but maybe, but for me, I guess it's more perhaps the timeline of what's coming through. Um, so the, the one consistency I've seen is that the more you do manifestation and the more in a way you're patient with the process, if it's not coming in right away, the more that you're going to get exactly what you want. Um, that has just been my case. Like, like my car, that was a huge thing. I was doing TBM work to get the car. Here's the thing, TBM manifestation, it, it worked. It worked for me. Um, I, and I'll say a caveat after that. But I got a car that was way better than I could ever imagine. Now, it was better than the car I was trying to manifest. And those are the best manifestations. You know? Like when you're like, "Fuck, I mean, it's it's this whole dramatic process, and that's kind of why I stopped doing TBM work. Uh, i'll I'll talk a little bit more on that in a sec. but the bet the best part, in a way, in the end, it feels really good. I would say overall, it's the most satisfying to just say, I want this thing and to get that exact thing because it's a even keeled process. It's just like, it's simple. It's like, I want it. I'll get, it. but something else that does happen is sometimes you say, excuse me, I want this thing. I want this exact thing. And it's not coming through and you're like, Oh my God, why can't I get it? This exact thing. And then what shows up when you like, finally take your hands off the wheel and say, Oh, whatever, something better shows up. So I got a better quality car that's known to last way longer. And it's a more expensive car. The part that was also kind of I don't know, not ideal for me is I had to borrow money from my parents to get that nicer car. So I got a way nicer car than I ever imagined, but I had to borrow money from my parents to get that. I didn't really want to do that, but it just had to happen to uh, get, get a car when I needed a car. Um, so all that being said, it's like, I right now I'm kind of carrying the the hope and kind of seeing the evidence that overall, I think we'll be able to manifest however we, we want within reason in time when we become like masters at this stuff. And I think, but I think something that almost everyone says in the manifestation world is like how it shows up, do not concern yourself with like, even, even the people who can manifest very specific things, how it shows up. They, they even say, don't worry about how it's going to show up. Because when you want it to, when you want the money to come through a specific way, or you want the car to happen in a specific way, that that doesn't work. But I think that yes. it's, I think eventually it will be possible for us to manifest on a specific level. And then again, time I don't know if it'll be more possible to manifest on a specific timeline. But, um, like, I think just some of us, it takes us a little bit longer to master this process. So what do you think, Aide?
1: I wouldn't say I know much about the manifestation realm in that regard. But obviously, in my life and in terms of, like, you know, working towards the things that I desire and whatnot, yes, I don't, I know and don't concern myself with how it's going to show up because I think sometimes you're exhausting one way it could show up when it could show up in like another way um and I think something that I learned is kind of like don't think you know for a second that what you're looking for is only going to show up in your business it could show up in your business it could show up in something else that you decide to do on the side it could show up as a gift it could it could show up as anything just don't concern yourself with that and so I don't really concern myself with that I think um right now something that I've been really practicing is like the now moment like um kind of changing my state in the now because there are times where doubt will kind of creep in and be like hmm doesn't look like you're getting it and then kind of reminding myself and being like you know it's it's fine. I am that. And like I think learning to be that which I want. Um, you know, the person who gets that thing that I'm looking for, you know. Um, and sometimes that looks like you know, that person has more faith. And so practicing, using the opportunity to practice faith instead of like focusing on when is it coming, each moment, okay. How do I practice faith? How do I practice faith around this thing? So that has been what I'm, I guess, exploring and experimenting with for now.
0: Cool. Yeah, you mentioned that you were interested in collapsing timelines and quantum leaping. When we
1: talked. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go into that. But yes, you know, that's something that, you know, I've I've become interested in, you know. Are you
0: still pursuing that currently?
1: Um, I don't think it's a matter of pursuing that per se. I kind of follow um where I'm being called right now, and right now I kind of feel like that's where that's what's exciting me right now. Like something that I'm like, oh, oh, should I say that's something that I'm, I've become curious about and I'm open to learning more about? Yeah, you right. Know, I didn't even know where it came from, but it's like all of a sudden that's where just like when human design popped up, and it's like, ah. So yeah, so that's kind of, you know, where I've been spending majority of my time, you know, curious about it and trying to be like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Um, The people it's worked for and how it's worked for them and stuff like that. So yeah.
0: Yep, yep, cool. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's it's interesting. It's a topic that everyone can explore. I would say everyone who is not, Super satisfied in their lives, right? Like the people, there are people out there who are just really satisfied with what they have, and there's not really a goal. It's just like maintaining what they already have. I know a lot of farmers like that. It's just like they just do their their thing. <laughs> but I think everybody else we can relate to manifestation, whether we want to call it manifestation or not. We have goals. We have things that we want our lives to transform into. We can all relate and see what. Um, the common denominators are you know um i'm gonna take a quick picture for <laughs> instagram real quick i'd
1: like way
0: wanna... uh, insta yay all right cool um do you want me to talk <laughs> about
1: my experience with tbm yeah yes because okay. i remember i remember you kind of mentioned i was like oh you know m has actually gone through gone through this yeah <clears throat> and it
0: was quite a journey with tbm i have some very specific feedback um mm-hmm. they so that was tbm taught me that we get what we're worthy of what well, we, we're get we get what we feel worthy of rather um that is i have never seen <sighs> i just think that's the case most of the time there are some people that say oh i received this amazing thing but i didn't i didn't feel worthy of it but it's like a subconscious thing it's like did you see a lot of examples in your life of people receiving something did you feel like this wasn't that big of a deal and that's why you got it cuz you're like whatever i can get it or not get it you know it's I, it made me realize that manifestation has a lot to do with subconscious self-worth the the self-worth that's lying in your your subconscious brain um so that was huge and that also taught me that the more I do like therapy and the more I heal the more I'll get what I want which I kind of already knew um but It was a way for me to like step into changing the subconscious brain without going to therapy because I was really, really scared of going to therapy at the time for several reasons. Uh, so it was my, it was my first encounter with changing my, my working through my trauma in a structured way that wasn't just journaling. So they have these hypnosis meditations that you do to change your subconscious brain. Um which was really cool, really fun. It just it's it's a great step by step process for people who are like I don't get all this this random spiritual jargon. It's not adding up. Like what is the formula to manifest? It's not just well, you know, you have to do this. TBM is an is a very specific, very structured formula to get what you want when it feels like all the new age spiritual stuff is not working for you. That's why Lacey Phillips created it because she was like, the I just got into debt with all this spiritual stuff of like, spend like your future self. And she's like, it just did, it wasn't helping me. So this is the way. So I think it's a great service. Um, for my personality type, what I found was, you know, there's a lot about how the universe is testing you. So, so another, another part of manifesting what you want in the TBM, TBM world is not settling, which I also can see as a component in people's lives. It's kind of a consistency I see in people's lives when they're getting what they want, part of having self-worth is being like, I'm gonna say no to this. I'm gonna say no to that. I deserve better than this. Admitting that you deserve better, believing that you deserve better, Um, which I get, I see. But uh, the process of TBM is like, you get faced with a decision to make and you have to decide if it's a test and you should say no, or if it's not a test and you should say yes. And the whole process that's to be expected in this tbm world is like you're gonna get if you don't feel very worthy of something and it feels like a big goal for you you're gonna get a whole lot of tests that you have to say no to until finally you're in this place where like everything goes quiet you've said no to all the tests and everything's quiet you're not getting any more tests and maybe like your bank account is running out and things are getting stressful and then your manifestation will come through if you go through that period of time. So that's kind of like one last big test of like, okay, all your money's running out. You're, it's got, coming down to the wire. It's like a movie. You know, it's coming down to the wire. All right. if you If you withstand this time and stay in your worth, then you'll get what you want. That process was torturous for me because I'm already a, an overthinker. So every fucking decision that I had to make in my life was like is this a test or not? Let me try to figure this out. It was horrible, Ida. It was horrible. I got results with the TBM work. I was able during that time I was able to manifest better health and I was able to manifest my car and a whole bunch of jobs, but I was miserable. I was like so depressed. I did I like did not get the point of life anymore because it was so depressing so Mm. to me it wasn't worth it um and I think you know it's just like all coaching programs who have people in them that say hey this isn't working for me I think Lacey you know if I were to be like hey this isn't working she'd be like oh well you need to just like let go of being so obsessed with this or that or you just need to do this or you just need to like do that." But I didn't even want, at the end of the day, it was like, I didn't want to go through my life wondering if things are tests or not. I just wanted to fucking, um, it was just so dramatic for me. I just, I wanted to like, it didn't, it all, at the end of the day, it didn't become, it, it just wasn't as important to get what I want as it was to like, want to live my life in a way that feels good to me. So like, it didn't feel good to me to be obsessed with is it the test or not? Am I in my worth or not? I, I, and I've heard, it's interesting. I've even heard um, TBM practitioners who are, who are leaving the TBM world. They would come on one of their podcasts. I'm just thinking about this one guy. um, Oh, I forget his name, but he was like the only male TBM coach. He, I don't believe is coaching for them anymore. And he had a like final farewell podcast that he was on. And he said, you know, where I'm at in my process right now is not even wondering if something is a test or not, and not caring if it's a test. It's, do I want to have this experience or not? And that's how I decide. And it, it kind of comes full circle. It goes back to kind of what, what we should be, what what I feel like we should be doing in the first place and how we look at life in the first place. I'm getting uh, I have a decision to make. What do I want to do? It's not like what I should do for the TBM work. What would make yeah. me? What would make me embody a more self-worth person? It was for me. It was, do I want to have this experience or not? And I just enjoy going through life so much. so much better? What's the point of getting what I want if I'm not even enjoying my day-to-day life? So for me. Um, I realized, too, that even if I just said no on principle, because I said, oh, it's maybe a test, I should just say no, that didn't help me get my thing. Because um, I noticed, actually, that when I was getting my jobs, and when I was getting my car, I wasn't saying no to tests. I was just like, I need this. I need this job. And I need this fucking car. So I'm just gonna like, in a way, it was kind of the opposite. It was like, I'm gonna just take what I can get. So for in, in this case, I ended up with a better car, but I had to like get help from my parents. And with my jobs, it was like, I got all these jobs that I wanted, but I wasn't like saying no still because I couldn't, I had to pay my bills at a certain point. It was that time, it was so dependent on time. So like, I just realized, you know, yeah, I did get what I want during that time. But like, the, like I always wanted a romantic partner all these and I wasn't able to manifest that. And that was really when I was saying a lot of like no, you know, just no to people because I was like, oh, they don't seem perfect. So no, no. I I wasn't, I, I just I realized that for me, I couldn't fake self-worth. I couldn't fake, you know, being this this person. Kind of like what you're saying, Ida. Like for me, it it hasn't felt like I could fake. I could just like force it to happen. It's like, I have to go through what I need to go through in order to be ready to give my responses in full self-worth. But in the meantime, it feels best for me to just say yes or no, depending on what sounds good to me. Even if it's a test and I get burned, because that's the thing, it's like running into the fire. That's what they call it. You can run into the fire and get burned. Eventually you're gonna get burned enough where you stop doing it. Okay
1: one set guys sorry my my alarm just started going off <laughs> and it was so loud i'm like i got to turn this off yes, yes. <laughs> yeah no it's it's so interesting but you know as you're talking i think everyone just man <sighs> I had a beautiful thing when, 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 you know, the podcast I sent you between P. P, the fairy and, and Flex, mommy, and she said, you know what, whenever you ask people, what would you do if, you know, you knew you couldn't fail and you had everything you wanted, people come up with like incredible things. She's like, that's your blueprint. That's literally your blueprint follow that you know and so as you were talking I'm kind of thinking of how you know because for me it's not about and I know this is not what you were saying but I'm kind of thinking of what relationship I have with my process and for me it's not about and I think we've even spoken about this it's not about being tested or not because I don't believe that I think that's what we spoke about the million decisions it's the same thing you want a million Okay, does this decision feel like a decision a millionaire will make or not? you know? And I feel like you know that. It's such a simple thing because it's kind of like if you're really struggling and there's no money, what would the millionaire do? The millionaire will come up with other ideas. find a solution. Like I feel like that's a millionaire decision. Find a solution, whatever that solution is. you know I don't feel like the millionaire will like be in victim's mindset and be like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Obviously, at one point, you get to cry about it, but I don't think the millionaire is going to like, you know, wallow in that moment, be like, oh, what about me? It isn't fair. Life is not being fair to me. You know, so I think that's where you have the opportunity to rise up and be that which you asked for. So as you were talking, I was kind of thinking, for instance, if someone's decided, or if I've decided I want to be a happier, person and I'm presented with two decisions okay you know a friend is asking me to go and eat you know sushi I love sushi by the way but just for the sake of this a friend is asking me hey um come with me to go eat sushi and another friend is like oh come with me to go you know what else what what thing come with me to go insects." you know go look at insects or whatever i don't know which one do i want which one's gonna bring me more happiness i want to be happier let's go eat sushi you know but if i had said you know i want to become a more curious person more adventurous guess what i'll pick insects you know so i don't it's not rocket science i think sometimes we just complicate it It's really not rocket science. And I feel like we always have two decisions left or right. Yes. And I know a lot of people be like, you know, life is not about binary. Uh, I think, I think, you know, it actually is. I kind of feel like sometimes we want to delude, over delude ourselves into thinking that life is not what it actually is. Like when, when you look at life, look at life night and day there's no in between you know um light or dark like there's not many things in life that has in-betweens you know but I kind of feel like we've somewhat putting these in-betweens to like complicate it and make it it's simple you have two choices where are you going where do you want to go sometimes maybe you can't make the decision there and then you get to be like you know what well, let me think about this, let me reflect on it. You know, you go away, you reflect on it, you still got to make the same decision. Do you want to do A or B? You know, I feel like even in a nail salon, sometimes when I go and I've got like thousands of colors to pick from, really and truly, like, do I actually have many colors to pick from? No, because at the end of the day, the different shades are pink, different shades are red. Different shades of green, it's like just different shades. So it's like, what do I want? Do I want red, blue, green, or pink or orange? What do I want? Like, let's not complicate it. Let, Let me not go and be like, oh my God, let me go through all the hundred colors first. It's like, yes, there are hundred colors, but if we really bring it down, there are hundred, like, there are hundred shades of orange. What do you want? Do you want orange? can like, at least start from somewhere, you know? What do you feel like today? Orange nails, or pink nails, or blue nails? Let's not confuse ourselves. And then you get to go through the blue shades and then decide, okay, out of these blue shades, which one stands out to me? There's, you know, the funny thing, and this just flushed to me right now as I'm like, you know, blabbing on. It's like, something always stands out why don't we just go with that like literally whenever you have to make a choice I feel like something one choice always stands out but sometimes we're still like um, oh, I'm, I'm not sure let me go come back and it's we come back to the same thing most of the times for instance even when I'm you know about to do a design for like our page or whatever I'll go through a, a an image will stand out to me, and I'm like, "Ooh, that image is nice," but I'm like, "Oh, I wonder what else is there." I'll go, 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 go. Guess what? Um, after one hour, I'll come back to the same image, and mm-hmm. I feel like, well, let me speak to my, let me speak for myself." But there's a part of me that thinks that happens to most people as well, where we don't always go with our original choice. We go around, and it always comes back to square one. I. Look at when I was in Leticia's program. What I wanted to do was help people get to know themselves better. I keep going back to that. There's no point deterring from that and trying something else. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back to it. It doesn't mean don't try something else, but try something within your original choice. Don't deviate. You're gonna come back to it. (laughs) You're gonna keep coming back. Unless that's been that's only my experience. I don't know, but yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I, mean, just like... <laughs> I think it's
0: a great point I think it's a great point I think I think that embodying that I think it goes hand in hand with the millionaire decisions like for me <clears throat> when decision making embodying the spirit of what a millionaire would do has given me a lot more confidence which has helped me a lot in my life But I think it's really important to note, um, some moments where I didn't feel like this black and white thinking or the millionaire, what would a millionaire do has not helped me. I feel like some very big moments in my life has not been helped by either of those things. Interestingly enough, um, it, it was a, it's a very literal example because, um, We may remember, those of you who've been listening to this podcast, uh, back in the fall when we started this thing, I was like, oh my God, I'm really being faced with some financial challenges. I have a lot of expenses right now. I can't keep up with it and I don't know what to do. And Ida gave me some really helpful advice in that moment. What would a millionaire do? And that helped me with my confidence to like not fully quit which is huge right that can be everything but at the end of the day I think it it, it's just all this stuff I just feel like it's how your brain works what your patterning is what is like helpful to you and what isn't I think it just really depends on the person like I just again I, I think it just goes back to this idea that there isn't a magic solution for everybody you know what I'm saying yeah, because yeah. And we want there to be we want it to be simple and sometimes it gets to be simple which is great and sometimes we find out that like the answer actually is simple which is awesome but sometimes it's it's just from where your mind is at it's not the simple answer it's something that's like really undescribable. Yeah. so like let's 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 use a very explicit example when I was feeling like oh my god there's like nothing in my bank account and I have to run a business here what do I do and you were like you you said what would a millionaire do so for me back in that moment I was like oh a millionaire Mm -hmm. will like write grants or take out a bigger loan or like a millionaire isn't gonna go get like a small paying job I think this was actually, what am I saying? It wasn't fall. It was January when we were talking, January or December. And really what happened, I'd, this also can go back to like TBM work too. Really what happened was me just not paying my bills because I was like, and this is, so I'm not saying this is like the right way to do things or anything. This is just what happened to me after we had talked about what would a millionaire do? This is just what happened in my life. So I didn't, I didn't get, another job and i just didn't pay my bills and like luckily it was really cool to see all of these um these providers be really cool with me like okay that's okay you need a little bit more time we'll give you more time that was great but um it didn't solve my problems and the money still didn't come in during that time so what i ended up doing was borrowing more money from my parents the number one thing I did not want to do because I was at the end of the day, I was like so overwhelmed with stress of like the bills have to get paid, I can't just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. The It's clearly, I was making more money beforehand, now I'm making nothing, you know, like it's clearly not helping my process, so I did the, the exact thing that I didn't want to do that didn't feel like self-worth that also didn't feel like a millionaire decision. Now, of course, there are millionaires that built their career from like borrowing from family members. Exactly. And though, of course- there are. Millionaires- <laughs> who have built their business from having low paying jobs, from getting a second job, from getting a side job. There are examples of both. It, we, can, we can look up a bunch of famous people that have done both things. And we probably could look up people that, I know people, I uh, Michael Blackson, uh, the comedian, he like still, well, he has, I don't want to simplify him down to this. He has a really cool career. Very inch He's worked really, really, really fucking hard, but there was a moment where he needed to get his car fixed. It was right before he like kind of took off. He needed to get his car fixed. He had no money and he just like drove up. Like they fixed his car and he just drove off, you know? So there are people that, that, um, you know did some stuff that i would i don't know if i would ever be able to do in order to become a millionaire. So in my mind looking back on all this i'm like didn't i just do what any normal human would do? Like it wasn't even like millionaire decisions or not. It was like i had a bunch of decisions in front of me and millionaires have made all of these decisions and become a millionaire. So it to me it was like kind of no difference at the end of the day. I just I made, I made the decisions I made just like anybody else, millionaire or not. But what, but what having a millionaire mindset gave me was like the confidence to keep going and not quit. So again, I just, in my mind, it just feels like it goes back to this idea of like, fuck the goals, fuck the specific goals, fuck like being a certain, I mean, in my, in my mind, fuck like, you know making certain decisions because that's what the person would do and i know that works for some people but it didn't work for me in in one of the biggest issues i've had since i started my business very recently so it didn't feel like it worked um and it brought me a lot of like why am i not in a in a in a context that a millionaire would be in you know like why why is it not Working, why am I not feeling like a millionaire? And I realized any decision I would have made would have been possibly a millionaire decision. And uh, at the end of the day, it's like I just had to make. I just had to make this decision that I was available for. Um, and then also, I'll say something about black and white thinking, and then I want to hear what Ida has to say. <clears throat> for me, a lot like uh, certain things are very black and white. Do I wanna do this or not is black and white. Like, you know, the whole the whole sacrifice thing, how I handle that, I, I do everything I wanna do. So if I want to achieve a specific result and this is just the way that I know to get there, I'm gonna want to do that and make a decision. It's very black and white. Do I want it or not? I can't be in between in that context. But there are a lot of other contexts where for me, super simplifying it down, it just is not possible for me because of what's going on in my head. So for the car, it wasn't as simple as, well, there's this type of car, this type of car, you decide there's like, well, <laughs> there's this type of car. You could you could borrow from your parents and do this type of car or you can um, you can get a loan and do this type of car. Well, if I get this type of car, I would have these type of challenges. Or I would be unhappy because of this. So it's like, it's also sometimes it just feels to me like I have to weigh things and it's not clear at all because each decision has to deal with like, um, has to, has like circumstances where I have to deal with certain, I have to like kind of weigh the push and pull of each decision where there's this, but there's this, there's this, but there's this, there's this, but there's this. So I have to decide which one is like the least, the the most beneficial to me. And to me that, that has just never been, well, it's this or it's this um, for certain scenarios. But, It's again, it's like the overall spirit of, well, let me just decide, you know, I think you're, I I think what you just said has been so right in my life many times of like, I need, I think it's a, a big thing that we should talk about in this world. Like usually we have something that we want initially and we can just go with that and go for that and not try to talk ourselves out of what we want (laughs) but like in the car situation if I did that I would have I would still be waiting for a Ford Bronco right now (laughs) you know what I'm saying I had to be like well maybe it actually is more complicated and like maybe there are these other options here and maybe I just need to like let my guard down and like Make a decision that annoys me, but in the end will give me a better result than I ever could have imagined. So I just, and I think that ties into the whole sometimes it's not simple because, like, the answer I'm giving you is not simple. It's not, it's not like a here's this or here's this. It's like a, it was this whole process of like, well, I don't really feel like this is a great decision for me, but I also just feel like it will lead me a better result. So I guess I'm just going to go for it. It was very unclear. I was like, I don't know if I'm screwing myself over by borrowing from my parents. It sounds like the last thing that I want to do, but I do want that car more than the feeling I get of, you know, being independent. So like at the end of the day, it's a decision's a decision. So I had to make a straight yes or no, but the way to get there was so complicated. And, um, when I tried to just make it simple, like this is what I want, I'm going to get what I want. It just was not happening. It wasn't coming through. So this is my approach to it, I'd, and I'm very aware that um, it's just how my brain works in the moment. It's just not something I can force on myself. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I think it doesn't mean I've mastered it. But I think life is all about getting to crossroads and deciding, do I go left, right, or stop? Because going left comes with consequences, going right comes with consequences, stopping comes with consequences. It's all a risk. Which risk are you willing to take? So I feel like in that regard, life is that simple. I really think it's that simple. And it's a matter of, um, okay, I'll come back to that. I, I really do believe it's that simple. Now, mastering that simplicity is another thing because what I've come to find out whenever I listen to older people, the older you get, the faster you decide because as you're getting older, it becomes clearer who you are, what you want. And so you don't waste time on going, no, because you don't have time to waste thinking, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if it's like, you know what? Boom, that feels good. So, for me right now, in this moment right now, I'm realizing that I think it's about deciding faster, mastering how to decide faster, because it's all a risk. Period. Which risk, you know, do you want to go with right now? And I feel like I'm saying I feel like that's what it is because I feel like the older we get, we're going to realize that, oh, it's actually that simple we're not gonna be spending too long on trying to make all these decisions because it's like we get to a place where we realize that, you know what, that's what I want. And we can actually trust in that. Cause I kind of feel like right now we're still, it's kind of like learning to ride a bike. We still have the extra two tires on for support. And the extra two tires are what's like, our uh, and arming about it but we do get to a point where we take the supporting tires off and just like go, you know, that's just what I think. I think it's about getting to a place where we decide faster of Who we are and who we know we are and our intuition, you know, like just trusting our intuition to actually go with the first thing because it's all a risk. Yeah. That's, that's just what I really think. I really think it's that, that simple. If we were just, letting our intuition lead, period. But I also understand that it's not that simple yet because we don't fully trust in our intuition. It's a matter of like mastering the process of deciding faster based off of our intuition. That's what I think. I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: That is- when, When we agree- on on <laughs> as as much kind of not tension, but as as challenging as it can be. I love when we disagree because I think, you know, during podcast episodes, I notice that the guests or the the host tends to agree with the guest, always. You know, that not not in maybe bigger episodes like Joe Rogan will disagree. So, um, you know, the people that have a lot of confidence and a lot of power in the world won't sometimes, which is great. But I think a lot of like the podcasts that are kind of from smaller scale entrepreneurs, they they tend to just say like, yeah, I totally agree. And it becomes such a boring conversation. I'm like, what does everyone actually think here? Like, so I love that we can That's disagree, true. but um, it does feel very good and very settling I agree when we when when we can come to a place where like yeah this seems like some level of truth here you know that we both have seen evidence of in our lives I agree with that 100% I now here's the here's the the portion that I'd like to add to the conversation which I'm realizing now is the Uh portion that got me to want to talk about how that didn't feel true to me in the moment and what I'm hearing you say is like well it's just more, it's more complicated. It could be simpler. It's not, it's not like a, like it It boils down to something simple. And it just didn't like feel like that in the moment because it was a lot more drawn out because you were like, I don't, like you said, you're hemming and hawing about it. Oh, I don't know, which was exactly my, my experience. Um. But would you say that we can kind of, I would say force, if I'm being biased right now, I I would say force, but another word could be like, would you say that we could save ourselves time by intentionally changing this narrative of, oh, this decision has to be hard. Like that's kind of where the coaching element comes into it. Right. Would you say, because coaches want to tell us this is going to be the, the tr- this is the typical trajectory of what your life is going to look like, but I can help save you time to do everything faster be- if you work with me, because that's why I'm here with you. Cause you're, I get to work with you and I get to share my process with you, which will help to shift your journey in some way. What I have, what I have started to realize yes is I'm not sure if anyone can, my therapist can has seemed to have shifted my journey, but again, it's like timelines. I don't know, I haven't seen the evidence of like, ooh, once I started working with this person, life got so much easier, even my therapist. No, life has not become easier, but I, let's see, how do I say this? Life has become easier, yes. I will say life has become easier The times in which I receive what I want seems totally random still, even with therapy, even though the way I'm relating to life seems easier. um, I'm getting more coaching perhaps has given me more confidence to like be able to make decisions a little faster. But I think there's this, when we hear people say, here's like a secret to life, or we, 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 we think we're hearing that when we hear people say like, like Ida, When I'm hearing you say, really, it can be just a lot more simple than we're making it. Something in my brain says, okay, that's a secret to life. Like, well, it's that simple. What would a millionaire do? I'm like, okay, that's a secret to life. I never said that she has a secret to life for me, right? I just said, it could be this simple, this or that. What would a millionaire do? Go. But in my mind the way i interpret that is that's a secret to life that's gonna help me speed up my process or make me have an easier human experience and even though ida told me that at the beginning of this challenge i had at the beginning of the year it was a pretty horrific experience for me and it at the end of the day looking back on it i still feel like i would have made a decision just like anybody. At the end of the day, I was just faced with the one decision I didn't want to make that didn't feel like a millionaire decision in the moment. But it was still helpful because embodying the millionaire allowed me to not quit, which is everything, right? But it still, it still felt like life. It still felt like I'm a human and this is life. There, there wasn't it didn't feel like a gateway. It didn't feel like a shortcut. And I think we're being promised shortcuts a lot. Ida never promised me a shortcut, but I think we wanna hear shortcuts. We're interpreting as shortcuts. And I think there are some coaches out here that are telling us that it's a shortcut. I don't know in the end if it's a fucking shortcut. Therapy as well. It's like it. life feels better to me, which is everything, but I don't feel like I've received shortcuts to any of the challenges in my life yet. So Ida, what do you think about this?
1: I actually think, you know, when you start and you're like, you're like, wow, this is the secret to life. I actually think it is are uh, you know, when I hear, you know, um people, okay, let me go to this. If you talk to 10 millionaires, they will all tell you the same thing. Why? Because it's a skill they had to learn. However, when they learn that skill, they tailored it to them. I think that's where the mistake is. When we hear something, like for instance, when we heard decide like, you know, embody a millionaire, what would a millionaire do? Then I feel like that's where we take that information. We go back and we're like, okay, for me, Emily, a millionaire decision looks like this because what will, what would, what will, Would a millionaire do? A millionaire will basically, you know, find solutions instead of more problems. That's it. That's all a millionaire would do. Find solutions. So already you're one step ahead. The the secret is find solution. Instead of me thinking, oh my God, this is such a problem. I don't have a car. Now I'm in debt. That's focusing on more problems. But a millionaire is not gonna focus on problems, they will find solutions. So I feel like that's like the first step where you're like, okay, the millionaire decision you needed to make was to shift from focusing on problems to solution, which you did. And um, yes, the solution you came up with to you didn't feel good in that moment, but you did the best. You came up with the best solution you could in that moment. You didn't continue to focus on problems.
0: Okay. Hey, so Here's where, where I I have to interject because, um, I, in order to be a human and live, I had to make a choice just like everybody else. So like, to me, I'm I'm curious, I'm so open to what you have to say, I, would but to me, it didn't feel like there was no way it could have felt like a millionaire decision in that moment. And it just felt like it literally, it, Mm. it very, very much literally came down to. If I want to eat, I need to make a decision. If I want to live, I need to make a decision. So, it was die for real. It, like this
1: this is so this is so crazy guys. You know how difficult that is for people to do so for you that step alone was the millionaire decision. That's what I'm trying to get. M not many people get to a place there aren't many people in life actually who get to a tough situation like you did and actually decide, you know what, What? I need to, I need to make a choice right now. No, most of them continue to focus on the problem by saying, oh my God, I can't believe life keeps happening to me. This is so difficult. And then they sink deeper, fall into a depressive mode and just, keep sinking deeper, keep sinking deeper. Some people go that route where they continue. They just don't find, there's no hope. They don't find any other solution. So I think for you, you're trivializing the fact that you made a decision, thinking every human being actually does. And I don't think every human being gets to that position you were and just decides, you know what? I've got to eat. I need to choose now. And I know in your mind, you're like, of course we all do. No, I don't think we all do, Em. Because some of us actually, you know, don't see any hope. We don't, there's no solution available. And so we just fall into this like depression and this, and it just goes downhill from there. Not a lot of people actually have the ability or the the capability to be able to say, you know what? Right now, I need, to, I need to eat. I'm going to focus on eating. And if that means going to my parents, the very thing I didn't want to do, I'm going to do that. That's such a courageous, like strong decision that you made. Because M, you could have refused that and you could have continued focusing on the problem. Who knows where you'd be right now? It could be where you've quit your business. You've fallen into like this, you know, depressive mode where it's like you're trying to pull yourself out. You know, but still, I'm still not saying that I'm like this is the end or be all. But I don't feel like. I think your trip. I I think you don't see what you did in that. I think you think it's such a a thing that is available. No, it's not. And I think it comes with like a lot of personal development to actually get to that point and be like, you know what, I need to do this next. Some people don't. They can't even make a. They, they don't have the ability to say, I need to do this next. You know, it's like they're crippled by either fear, they're crippled by the decision. They, a lot of people can't even bring themselves to make a decision, M. So for me, it's such a huge thing, but M talks about it like, come on, everyone can do it. No, <laughs> your personal development allowed you to be able to do that. Seriously
0: yeah wow that's that's pretty interesting this is getting we're we're getting into such an interesting place and i'm getting emotional because this is so fresh you know you're you're showing me another really another
1: side to it um no it's growth it's growth to get like seriously think back before you got to where you were were you making these kinds of decisions em what decision someone would have turned to alcohol to make it to numb the, the pain, to numb the frustration, to numb that. You could have turned to alcohol. You could have turned to like, you know, um eating. You could have turned to like, there were so many things you could have turned to. And unfortunately, and this is why em, we, we wanna do this job because we've been able to get to a place where we no longer reach out for these you know, um, coping mechanisms. We face it head on. We continue to face it. And facing it, am is not something everyone can do. I wish we could all do it. I really wish. And that's why I feel like we do this because we know what it means. to Actually, that's the beauty in it. And this is what I want to teach people. This is something I think I keep telling. I'm like, I'm actually very stable emotionally. I wasn't always like that. To get to a point, M, if I tell you what's going on in my life right now, the fact that I'm not crushing, I'm, I'm even like, wow, Ida, how are you doing this? Wow. Like, M. the things that are, and for me, sometimes I don't share that part because I like to, when I'm, when I'm moving through something. I like to get the lesson for myself, not everything, but certain things. And this, especially where I am in my life right now. M, it's like I'm being, I think you know some of what I'm going through. It's like I'm hit here, I'm hit there, I'm here. And I still have so much in me to still start a free group to hype them up, to I still know. show up here. M, we can't take that. Like, we can't. So I think for me, why I'm this passionate is like when I was hearing you, it's like, you think it's this easy thing. No, it's not. The fact that you didn't break and you're still here, continuing. Emma, no, it's not like ordinary. It isn't. It isn't normal. It really isn't it goes to show how much you've grown, it goes to show that you actually made a millionaire's decision, you did, you really did Em. anyway, oh my god, this is
0: like, (laughs) man, our conversations get so profound, it's crazy, Ida, I'm so, I'm gonna send you a note about it later, because I mean, I can say it now, but it's, I feel like it's more personal to our friendship, but like, I don't know where I would be without like you and my life. It's just, it's pretty amazing that we're, we were, we were able to come together in this life and at, at certain very specific times in our career. And this, this, this podcast and like our, our relationship together just means so much to me like this is this is just a huge your support is just huge it just goes back to you know this whole thing of that we're both realizing we need community in our lives we need people in our lives that care and that will say these things to us you know like a lot of people don't have people in their lives that that say these things to us and I like that we're we're actually both in our in our journeys with our businesses giving people opportunity to find people like 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 you and like us and who yeah. want to encourage each other um so it just it just is everything this is everything for us to sit here and 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 for me to hear you say that is is crazy yeah and i it, it's, you're right i mean you're right it's it's just it's so interesting to see like how
1: <clears throat>
0: it just all depends on how i'm how what i what i know how I know to look at something, you know, it, and it's, it just goes to say like how much interacting with people and continuing on my uh, continuing education journey. That's really what helps me to look at things differently because in the moment, in my mind, if it's just me talking to myself, I can't like, force myself to look at something differently. Like sometimes it's just impossible. Sometimes that's possible. And sometimes I just don't have enough knowledge. Like I feel like you've now just taught me about how I can look at something, right? I didn't know that I could look at it like that until we had that conversation, right? It wasn't an internal, an internal dialogue wouldn't have necessarily helped. I needed connection in order to be able to look at the whole scenario differently, which is um which is cool. It's like similar in a way, it's similar to, I, when you say something out loud to me and get me to kind of reflect it back to you, that's how you exactly. can see it differently, but it doesn't happen when you're just in your head all the time. It wouldn't have happened. Like exactly. the connection is exactly. just everything. Yeah. I think the way that I was looking at it was like, there's, there's a, there's a way of looking at what happened this year
1: as uh oh no no what? It did cut out for me, so I'm glad that you got to continue.
0: <laughs> yeah, my it says my internet connection is unstable. Um, so there's a way of looking at this scenario that I just brought up to you guys as you know the whole financial issue. Uh, <laughs> there's one way that I'm looking at this, like everybody. That's all everybody is doing all the time, Ida. How can I survive best in this moment? How can I eat? That's why some people, they make the decision to go to prostitution because they're like, I just, I need to, I need to survive. Some people stay married because they're like, I need to survive. You know, when they don't want to stay married. Some people ask for money from a friend. Some people go and get a job because at the end of the day, it does. Like you say, it boils down to that's all we're trying to do survive (laughs) so either we die in one way or another or we choose to survive so like i feel like most people are on this survival level of like i need to make a decision because i have to eat or i have to survive in my work community so i have to make this emotional decision this social decision i have to survive so there's that. I just feel like every, that's the very human part of this. We're all just trying to survive. There's no one that, the, the people that just give, that give up and, and say, I'm not doing this anymore. Those are people that take their own lives. Right. Or like, you know, it's a whole topic, but like, literally that's the thing. It's like you, you die or you make decisions to still try to survive. So like, that's how I was looking at it. Like I'm just doing what everyone else does. Like <laughs> I I wasn't going to eat and I was like scared about, you know, not being able to feed myself or pay my bills. So eventually I asked my parents for money to survive, but there is another way of looking at it. And it's interesting. I'm connecting these two things. Like I'm saying the millionaire decision part was the part where I didn't quit and give up on my business. And you're saying, yeah. well, that's actually the part that does differentiate <laughs> you from what the normal person would do. Yeah. Like so I knew that if I took a job and I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I knew that if I took a job, I would not have energy to work on my business because it's happened before. It's happened for about six months. Couldn't work on my business because I would. I was. I'm so exhausted with this job. I hate. So in order to keep my business going at the level at, that I had it, it was ask your parents for money instead of get a job. Even though so many people would be like, that is such a selfish decision, blah blah blah. Because I, it was most important for me to still do what I love and be able to keep my business up. Because I just can't compute. Like I'm helping more people through my business, what, rather than working at. A health food store, which is ex- an example we've used before. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I can make bigger changes in people's lives by doing what I do. So it just, it, to me, it serves the world as well for me to borrow from my parents, take money from my parents, but you're saying that's actually yeah, the please. part that is the millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Decision. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's a natural it's a natural place to like to end yeah after I pour my heart out like I gave my all so right now everything I say would just be like you know just blabbing on but yeah I'm glad I'm glad that we got to explore this and I do hope that it helps other people shift their perspective as well
0: yeah Uh, Yeah. I think, um, to close us down here, I think it's important that we talk about the whole picture, you know, like I'm just noticing all these ties in the coaching world around like, like you're saying, here's this, here's what will help. And then it kind of gets left at that. It's not, here's what will help and you might feel like this and then you might feel like that but here's how you can look at all of that and i feel like that's what we we need to focus on what's the whole picture what's the whole human experience not just hey this is the helpful part hey this is how life can be it's what what has helped me hey this is how life can be and if you feel like this what about this and if you feel like this how about this? That that to me is a self-development process. If I just see that there could be a solution, but it doesn't feel like I'm embodying the solution, that's when I feel like it's not working for me and I quit. So I think this troubleshooting thing that we're creating with this podcast, it makes it very profound what we're doing here. Because how many times are we seeing the whole story about what's going on in somebody's life? Not very often. And how we're getting through it in real time. So, okay, you guys, we're going to close down. I didn't, I have some editing work to do. And um, thanks for joining us here. We love you guys so much. Yep. We're so happy. We'll be, we'll, we'll be all up on the, uh, on the, uh, podcast platforms. You'll be able to see this replay in YouTube, on our YouTube, all the infos in the show notes. We love you guys.